Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello, and welcome to another episode of No Small Rolls, a D&D podcast where there are no small rolls and a day of shopping and spoons ahead. Yay! Yay! Shopping. Shopping. It's a shopping episode. <laughs> I'm David Knight, your dungeon master, and I'm joined by these cutlery connoisseurs. Say hi, everyone. Hi, hi everyone. My favourite time <laughs> of the campaign. Yes. <laughs> so are you all ready for the challenges? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Sure. I mean, there's a lot of worried faces there, but let's cue the theme tune. Prepare your party of players and polyhedral dice Your tragic backstory better be worth the sacrifice Seize your sheets and d20 Let's play D&D Your haggard character swaggers with daggers in each hand You've all discussed what you must, but even best laid plans Take a turn when checks are missed Roll initiative Brandish your blades don't fail your saves. No risk too great, no choice too bold. This is your story. No guts, no glory. Confront your fate with every roll. Every Inside one who will pay the price Their chance of success will rest upon the dice No risk too great, no choice too bold This is no small rolls So, coming face to face with Professor Kierda Tagadon, another flower-marked gnome, the party shared all that they had learnt on their journey, dialing down Myra and Ferrisine's involvement. Heron passed them payment for their work and, with a prompt from Gaius, also agreed to organise a cart for the party to use going forward. Kirda shared some more information that he'd managed to gather on the remaining founders of the consortium, whilst also helping with Heron to clarify all that they knew. After setting up the homeward door in Heron's kitchen, much to the grumbles of his butler, <laughs> the party retired to Drake's, securing a room and deciding on how to proceed next. With Gaius going to bed, Orin and Enkidu set to work translating Kralavin Savelt's diary, and Gwendolyn snuck back through the homeward door to deliver a beer for the butler. 
Juna excitedly contacted Ginger about Kirda, only to be met with Ginger's stressed tone that, though it may take a while, she was on her way. Uh-oh. And we're going to pick it up from the next morning. So, Juna's had this sort of stressed message, uh, and Kidu and Orin have carried on translating a little bit. Imagine Orin's just eventually fallen asleep at the table. <laughs> nice. And then Kidu sort of just carried on reading for just a... carried on, making notes. He's awake, so... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I can say from a first initial read, a lot of it is just a sort of a personal diary, and whilst there are some interesting historical touches to it, a lot of it just seems to be, to begin with at least him trying to develop the Homeward Door and his sort of uh, experiments with the enlarging and reducing oils and things and and that like sort of deliveries coming and a little bit of gossip between old lords, old long dead lords, but <laughs> nothing that particularly grabs you as significantly important. Okay. You're, you're not that far into the book though, so you're, yeah. you're quite happy that it could hold more information for you, but the initial read, not a huge amount unfortunately. <laughs> Okay. Orin will make what notes he can about how the door's been researched. Yeah, In exactly. case he can one day maybe make another door. Yeah. But yeah, so by the time everybody has sort of settled down for the night and then woken up the next morning, you all gather downstairs for breakfast. Um, and Edda is... She seems to have gone to sleep after you all, woken up before you all, and is like out serving breakfast already for a, for a couple of patrons that are already there. She's a golem. She's <laughs> <laughs> precious. She's a golem. <laughs> golem, sorry, golem. In my head, the patrons are the members of our Patreon. So just yeah. so yes. that listeners, you know, in yes. my head, everyone who is a Patreon of No Small Roles is currently sat in Drake's eating breakfast. Fantastic. Aww. I love it. They're having a great time. Yeah. It's nice to see you all. There's lots of teapots and teacups around. Yeah. Juna yeah. Yeah. looks like absolute crap. She looks like extra wrinkled and like ashen faced and like she's just about had a good enough rest to get her spell slots back. <laughs> <laughs> nice little asterisk there, Vicky. Yeah. <laughs> Mechanically, she's had a long rest. However, Mechanically, she has just enough. Um, Orin's got a slight impression of like the wooden table in his face where he's just like falling Ooh. asleep on the table. And Kini just let him sleep as well, obviously. <laughs> just carried on writing notes. Gwendolyn, you know, her back hurts because she slept on the floor. I, I heard you tossing and turning a lot last night, Juno. How was your night's sleep? I slept terribly. I'm not going to lie, I've plucked the flower. Uh, what? Oh my goodness, I've really plucked <laughs> Wait, the flower what? this time. Where I'm from, that means something else entirely. <laughs> uh, <yeah. laughs> What's wrong? Oh, I, uh, so, so I messaged Ginger. Obviously, right. last night. And, yeah. um, How is she? She's not good. She's on her way. Oh, oh. what? She, was, okay. she doesn't seem to think it's a very good idea that, that I've met another petal, so to speak. And uh, I did have a letter from her telling me that there is another in Elton Pier and to be careful if I'm drawn to them, which I knew... And I oh. was ready for and why I was checking, oh. but it was just so exciting when all those strings did that thing. Oh, I got carried away. And every time I message her, normally she's telling me golems are fun and stuff like this. It's quite out of character for her. And and, and I'm I'm a bit concerned that, like I say, I've plucked the flower, so to speak. Oh. Hang on a minute. So she said there's another one in Elton Pier, but what, that they are a bad... Petal. No, she. All she said was, "I got a letter from her out of the blue." When did you get this? Uh, back at back in Pryden. Oh, and uh, I mean, she just said to be careful, and and I haven't 
shared any more than I think he already knew or that we were already sharing with him and Heron. And Oh, I don't know. What can you imagine he didn't say to you, Miss Sipthorn, about what side of the flower he is? Oh, I don't know. Means. I mean, I couldn't, I couldn't send a message into his head, which is weird, but yeah. I just thought he was like a very underskilled petal because all he can do is these things with flowers. So I don't know whether... I, d- I don't know. I, I don't know, and I, I don't know whether it means he's bad. I don't know whether it's just something I'm not supposed to do. I've, n- I've not been told enough to really understand. Yeah, I can tell. That's not fair. I have a few questions now. Like, surely you've been, you've been so excited to meet someone else like you for so long. And why is it such a concern that you finally meet one and now we have to be on our guard now all of a sudden? There's so much we don't know. Hopefully Ginger can help us, or help you especially. Oh, that's what I hope. I, I mean, I am excited for you to meet Ginger. I, I don't know how yeah. long it's going to take her to get here. And I don't really think I can leave un- until she does get here. So, oh, I'm just, I'm very sorry. Could you like uh, send her a message just to be like, hey, what's the ETA? Because we've got some things to do. <laughs> like, if you're here in like two weeks, great. We can swing back round. Or like, <laughs> I don't know. Oh, oh, that's true. Or could she meet us in a fallest veil, perhaps? Maybe yes. that might be closer to where she is. Yes. Oh, we don't want her to, you know, have to double back on herself. Yeah. I, I think I must have been a bit tired last night. I couldn't reach back out to her after we'd had this conversation. But I, oh, oh, I am sorry if I've, if I've plucked it. Hmm. Well, what's done is done. I really beat um, home that new swear word. <laughs> <laughs> Trademark it. Um, I mean, do you think he was like shielding his thoughts or something? Is that someone something someone could do that maybe he wasn't telling the truth about what spells he can do? Maybe he can do much more magic. I don't know. It was it was different to how like if if I haven't been able to message people normally, it, it sort of goes to a void, like when like we were in the Wingthrups. But I heard it back in my head. Isn't that one clean ear that when we had we were over for dinner and you tried to read his mind and he had your thoughts back at you because he was doing it at the same time? <gasps> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I can clarify for you, Juno, that it was a different experience. Okay. Whereas cool. <laughs> beforehand, you could hear the thoughts that were happening in Clane's head, including your own. Oh. This time round, as you tried to send a message, it only arrived into your own head. Oh. No, Enkidu, that's not the same. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good to have these things confirmed. <laughs> Puts the tin four hat back in the cabinet. Well, uh, to help clarify for everybody, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I can, yeah. It was a different experience for you, Jude. Yeah, I don't know much more than that, but I just feel like I should share this with you because um, I don't know. I don't know what's about to happen. This is new territory for me. Okay, so we so we need to be on our guard around him. Mm. He already knows what he knows. We can't change that, but we can um, stop ourselves getting too close or too drawn in potentially. Yeah. And until I until I receive word from Ginger. Okay. Last night, I I I was feeling bad about us ruining Nurem's dinner, and I so I I thought I'd pop back through the door and um and leave him a, a little drink, a little treat. Oh. And and whilst I was doing that, I. I overheard talking, but I didn't hear much, but I heard a name, um, Liana. I don't know if that rings a bell to any of you or Liana. whether just something to keep in our minds as well with all the other names we're thinking of. Is that a name that rings a bell with any of us, Burbidi? I don't know. Does it ring a bell with anybody? I don't Liana. Think so. um, yeah. <laughs> hang on. 
everyone frantically looks through their backstory. <laughs> what? Oh my god. Oh my god. What? What? It's guys guinea pig when he was a kid. Oh my god. Canon. I think it does. Uh, who was saying it? Did you hear? Carl Hilda? Oh, did I hear did I work out who it was that said it? Um as you were listening because it was repeated a couple of times you heard both Heron and Kierda say it. Uh, but both of them, uh, Heron and Kierda, they were having a conversation. Liana. Might just be something worth keeping in our minds if we hear that name anywhere. Or, or maybe Guy, you could drop into conversation about, you know, your guinea pig and maybe see uh, if it flickers oh any thoughts up on their, on their, you know. She was such maybe. a majestic creature for so small. Oh. <laughs> I always wanted a guinea pig. I only had a hamster, though. Oh. Though she was little, she was fierce. I had a squirrel for a bit, but anyway. Oh. <laughs> You'll find out we all had tiny little rooms. Okay, yeah. <laughs> any of us roll to jog our memories? Um, no, I, I'll say it like, yeah, it's, it's, it's not a relevant name to anybody's personal backstory. Oh. I was like, oh my God, this is going to mean something to one of us and we don't realise. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, that's sort of to save you the role. It's, it's not a, Liana is a fairly spread name. So you might have each come mm. across a Liana at mm. some point, but not to any significance. Maybe, yeah, if, if there's a way that we can casually drop it into conversation, but we should just be, we should just be casual with this kid. He yeah. he kind of danced around when I asked like how long they'd known each other. He didn't really give me a straight answer on that, I suppose, thinking back. Yeah. I mean I mean Ginger might just be concerned because we can't be in the same place. I I I have no idea what mm. the cons- what the concern is for. But I can ask her. Like Alfie's chemicals shouldn't be in the same place. <laughs> uh, yeah, some of them shouldn't. Yeah, that's true. Absolutely. Oh, I must try that potion at some point. Uh, yeah, I, I was going to ask to borrow um to borrow his book, but maybe I won't now um, if uh, uh, we think he might be a bit dodgy. I don't know. I mean, we could still try and get what we need. Wait, just give me a second. And Juno, like, just sort of shuts <laughs> down for a second. And yeah, she, she'll send a message to Ginger saying, Morning! Sorry about last night. Um, sh- should we trust him or what? Please. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's right. Juna's tone can come through on a message on a sending as well. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, again, there's a sort of you feel Ginger's presence kind of approach through your mind. <laughs> and it almost sounds like she is absolutely huffing it. <laughs> like she is like on a mission to get to you. But uh, she's like, I don't know, Juna. I just think it, it just could be dangerous. It might not be. I just, I just... It's gonna, gonna, I'm just gonna keep walking. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Did did she say how long she's gonna be? No. She could barely even talk because she's rushing here so fast. She just said it could be dangerous. And she's not really sure. Um. (laughs) No, guys, she's not on a treadmill. She's running in place. (laughs) (laughs) Is Ginger capable of like. I don't know, some kind of magical transportation, like some kind of teleport circle she, to a familiar town or something. No, because Ginger would not be huffing and puffing and running her <laughs> way here if she could get here any other way. <laughs> if she could snap her fingers. Could be running to a portal for, you know. Whatever it is, she is 
she is running and trying to get here and she thinks it might be dangerous. Right. Well, we, we, we're waiting for some horses anyway, aren't we? So yes. I guess we can see how long that takes to arrive. We got some stuff to accomplish anyway. So yeah, I imagine we're going to be here for a day. And if she's not here by the end of today, maybe drop her a little line. What do you think? Sounds like a okay. good idea. Yeah. Good idea. Do well, we want to... Oh, I was probably going to ask the same thing that you were, Guy. <laughs> what do we want to start with? Oh, yeah. Spoons or shopping? Oh, or uh, catapult. Yeah. Spoons. Both is good. Well, uh, spoons. Ca- spoons. Yeah. Oh, you meant spoons as in the general The, the concept. Thing, rather than the actual one challenge. It is confusing, <laughs> isn't it, that there's a task called spoons and you're trying <laughs> yeah. to win spoons. Yeah. <laughs> Not the drinking establishment, the other place. <laughs> oh, yeah, we did walk past that pub called Spoons, didn't we, a few minutes before we got here? Here we go. There we go. Finally. Oh. <laughs> to the catapult. The catapult yeah. seems exciting. Yeah. I wonder, in Kiju, you, you might have the skills to do but let's go find out. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, sure. To the sp- catapult. To the catapult. <laughs> oh, look, oh, look, the catapult. The catapult. <laughs> <laughs> Unlocked fast travel. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so you all step out of the city. I haven't been told by the guard that the catapult is outside in the field of flowers. Oh, I'm being stupid. I thought it was outside the pub. Not outside the pub. I thought it was outside the pub too. in the street. Okay. Oh, it's outside the pub. So as you... um, In the beer garden. As you (laughs) sort of make your way out of the city, you realise that... And you hadn't really noticed on the way in because of the way that, like, you know, it was getting dark and all the rest of it. And you were just sort of keen to get to to speak to Heron and the professor. But as you step out, the flowers that you'd all planted have absolutely blossomed and bloomed uh, across this this rolling field ahead of you. And it would have been sort of a beautiful sight had it not been for this catapult set up in the <laughs> middle of it. Um, that as you watch. Um, I was just flinging like sort of small like hessian sacks <laughs> into the air with a, a small group of people like trying to shoot them out of the sky with a longbow hmm. and almost everybody as even as you approach uh sort of take the 10 minute walk towards this this activity everybody seems to be missing <laughs> so the small crowd that is there and like sort of the the travelers that are coming into the city and stopping to watch this weird little game they keep going like, oh, 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 oh. But you approach and there's a sort of a, a younger looking half-elf man, sort of uh, palish skin, blonde hair, sort of tied back. It's not too long, but it's tied, tied back just at the, the base of his head. And he's got a sash on, which you recognise as sort of marking him out as the uh, sort of the Twain Tide tea tournament representative for this game, at least. And he's got a small, a small little stand, a little table at the front, and sort of is gesturing to somebody else to go and pick up all of the sacks and reload them back into the cabal. There's a little queue that quickly clears as you approach, sort of each trying their hand at this this catapult game, and eventually you reach the front and step forward. Hello. Hey. Uh, do, are you uh, are you uh, contestants or are you just passers by wanting a game? Contestants. Contestants, yeah. Yeah. Oh, fantastic. We're the Abraca lads. Oh, Oh, nice. You've got your paperwork there, please. With a Z. Uh, who has who has the paperwork? One of us does. We do. I get it out of yeah. my bag. It's a bit crumpled. Yeah, um, yeah it looks it goes. Oh, with a star and a Z. Wonderful. And a <laughs> lightning bolt. Yeah, yeah. Um, why not? A lightning bolt. Abracadabra. Spelt with a star. And a Z. <laughs> so, wasn't wasn't my idea. 
There's two A's in the store. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, all right. Um, so this one is actually pretty simple. One at a time. If you could stand there on the line and sort of points to a sort of a line that's been dragged into the dirt. So as you stand there on the line, you take that, that bow, that arrow there, points at a long bow and a, a quiver of arrows next to it. It goes, we'll be firing them, them bags. As you see, they're all sort of grey little hessian sacks. You've just got to hit the one with the red dragon on it. Pretty standard. Okay. Pretty straightforward. From where the line is to where the catapult is, is just about 300 feet. Oh, it's pretty, okay. it's, a, it's a big old distance, Ugh. really. Ooh. And as Ooh. you've sort of, having watched this sort of like array of sacks being thrown into the air, there are a lot of fairly small, almost like beanbag sized sacks in amongst all of this. So it's a big old like flurry of, <laughs> of bags, seed sacks being launched each time. Uh, so whoever wants to go first, you just step up. If I could have your stamp, I'll stamp you on and then uh, we'll signal and they'll fire. With that, Juna puts her hands up onto Enkidu's shoulders, gives him guidance, before, <laughs> and says, Enkidu, you've got this. Yeah, sure. This sounds, sounds like something. Else. Yeah, let's, let's give it a go. Just, just checking in the rules, um, a sash person. Hello. Um, uh, sorry, what's your name? Uh, Waria. 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 Um, oh, are we allowed to use uh, other skills other than natural things? Uh, you know, uh, Magic and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, anything to improve your aim, that's absolutely fine. But it has to be that uh, bow, those arrows, uh, and it has to hit one of them sacks. Anything else, if you want to somehow slow down them sacks. Oh, you've got to stand on the line. Okay. You've got to stand there, use the, that equipment. Other than that, if you want to, anything to improve your aim, go for it. Uh, and can your teammates help improve your aim? Uh, yeah, if you want to offer each other like little boosts and that. But, you know, it's just one shot each. Okay, thank you. Gwendolyn takes out her fairy fire wand and nods to Enkidu. Enkidu nods back. Uh, <laughs> oh, he raises his eyebrows at Gaius and like, could uh, do with a rousing little song. Absolutely, buddy. And what I'll do is if you can point out the uh, dragon thing to me at the same time, I could cast fairy fire. Or to be fair, while I'm doing the uh, the performing, I know that Gwendolyn is an expert at aim. So maybe with her wand of fairy fire, she could fire at the sack instead. Sure. I, I ask um, <laughs> Yeah. Oh. Grace is currently <laughs> flicking the wand and she's just got I'm out. Like, it. very fine. <laughs> like I've got it ready. <laughs> it's all I can do. What's the ch- what's the chat's name again? Where 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 are you? Can I have a look at the, the bow? Just to let's just uh, have a, yeah, have of a course. look at what I'm working with. Like I say, anything you, any any magic you want to cast on it, that's absolutely fine. But obviously try not to break it for others. Uh-huh. Oh, of course not. Akili will pick it up and start whispering whatever he needs to kind of like form a pact with it. <laughs> okay. How long does that take? How long does that take? It takes an hour. <laughs> I hate it. Can we just wear Warrior down with like really annoying questions for an hour? <laughs> Never mind. Do, do like, you know, it's like fine. clicks her knuckles and is like, so Warrior, tell me about yourself. <laughs> yeah. it, 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 Get the twain tied out. After yeah. about five minutes, you'll probably give up. And be like, I'm just going <laughs> to shoot it normally, so it's like fucking forever. <laughs> uh, oh, hang on. Enkidu, uh, I'll just have a quick look at it, if I may, before you use it. Uh, hang on. Uh, oh, I, I know what. We can just, uh, hang on. If we just put a little thing. Uh, actually, you can 
Yeah, so if Orin can grab, after the distraction techniques fail, um, Orin will grab hold of the bow and he's just going to pull out a couple of little bits and pieces and he's just going to attach like a little little sight to the bow just to make it a little bit more accurate and essentially cast magic weapon on it. So it becomes a plus one weapon. So you get plus one bonus to attack rolls and damage rolls with that weapon. Yeah, so it'll be um, a dex based attack that's fine because you're proficient in martial weapons anyway you can add your proficiency bonus and then obviously all of this extra stuff that everyone's <laughs> giving you feel free to chuck that yeah. on as well and you've got guidance if you want to add a d4 to i'm it. gonna i'm gonna ask a rules question does guidance work on attack rolls or just on skills and you will have to check the yeah the spell for that i feel like i've been quite the fuzzy <laughs> after baby david <laughs> oh it's only ability checks we've definitely been a bit more loose and free with that <laughs> <laughs> okay, far. Um, as you're sort of trying to figure it all out um, obviously with the, the catapult being 300 feet away Enkidu you, you've you know you're proficient with martial weapons you've used a longbow before you know that the normal range for a longbow is about 150 feet so oh. it can shoot things that are uh, up to 600 feet away but you already know that you're going to be at disadvantage just on this one shot anyway so if anybody's yeah. got any ways to can Rowan counteract that? Uh, that would be another way to <laughs> inspiration. If the help action gives advantage and fairy fire gives advantage, mm-hmm. does that mean we counteract the disadvantage and then give advantage on top? No. Weirdly, wow. that's, yeah, yeah, it's it's sort of basically if you have advantage wrong. one way, then it could be counteracted with disadvantage no matter how many disadvantages there are. And, no, and again, in opposite. If you've got disadvantage, it doesn't matter how many advantages you've got, it just brings it back to to regular role nevertheless rowan has been um piled up with enkidu throughout the sort of Aww. spider gate she's gonna just sort of nestle on his shoulders no just in case he does need some help nice she's always been a fan of enkidu oh i suppose it's good if she does give the help package and just in case my fairy fire doesn't hit it because mm. i've got to try and fairy fire the and right one what's, what's the range on fairy fire yeah 60 oh. feet oh <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's 60 feet. Yeah, probably. I don't have that written down. I, I think it's probably... It's not going to be 300 feet. It's not going to be 300 <laughs> feet at the very least. <laughs> Gwendolyn has been trying to do maths for a long time in her head <laughs> and then she puts her fairy fire wand back in her pocket and... Uh, 60, 60 feet. feet. Question. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I could look this up, but can I only use a sorcery point on myself? Ooh. Yes. Oh, okay. Only to, to change <laughs> oh, your own. That would have been so <laughs> juicy. <laughs> So if I had fairy fire, I could extend the range, but it's still oh, but it's a wand. You can you can just take the wand. Oh yes, there you go. Does that work? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, it's, um, if you hold the wand, it's currently powered by by an elemental, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That That's one. why I can use it. What? How much can you extend it, Juno? Distance spell doubles. Or you could fly. One of us could go nearer. We don't have to all stand here. We can stand if you need to be nearer <laughs> oh, the catapult. Yeah. Why don't you just walk nearer the catapult? I was waiting for someone to suggest that. Problem solved. Gwendolyn is excited that she can do something again and she starts running towards the catapult. (laughs) Amazing. I was like, I'm not going to say it. but (laughs) Giving a thumbs up and being like, holding up her wand. She feels like she's part of it again. Amazing, amazing. Having sheepishly like felt awkward about it before. (laughs) So Enkidu, yeah, you step up to the line. Mm -hmm. Oren hands you the bow. Yeah. Use the sight. I was going to say, can we just have a quick rundown? in a clarity way of all of the things that are going to be helping you or hindering you for this role. Mm-hmm. Currently, like just in and of your own self, you've got your dexterity and proficiency bonus. So that's six. Cool. And then you're rolling at disadvantage because of the distance. Oren, what have you added on? I've added plus one to the roll and also the damage, but I'm not sure the damage is going to matter. 
Not really. Through magic weapon, is this part? Nice. Juna, how are you helping? I've given guidance, but that's only on ability checks, as we've just discovered. <laughs> but Rowana's also giving the help action. And yeah, help action from Rowana. So Rowana's made it so that it's a straight roll rather than disadvantage. Okay, cool. And uh, I'm offering a 1d8 bardic inspiration, which I've got primed and ready. <laughs> nice. Oh, so good. That's why I've been silent for the last five minutes, furiously <laughs> scribbling. Amazing. Gwendolyn has run into the beautiful field of flowers and she's skipping along with the fairy fire <laughs> wand, which probably isn't going to do anything, but she feels like it's going to do something. It's going to look cool. And she's going to get as close to the... Can she kind of climb up on the catapult at oh my all? Gosh. Um, it's not a very big catapult. Um, she wants to be able to see the right wand to cast fairy fire on the right wand to like, as help soon as it Enkidu's goes out. aim. Because yeah. mm. um, so it's going to be hard to see. From having cast fairy fire before, you know that it just sort of is more of like an area effect. So everything within the area will be marked. So essentially, as long as you mark the catapult, all of the uh, bags of seeds within it will also be okay. sort of included in that area. All right. So she's waiting until it looks like Enkidu looks like he's ready. And then she'll cast it when he looks ready. Gives a thumbs up to Enkidu like, I'm ready. Nice. She's getting a bit distracted by the flowers. Enkidu, <laughs> though, they're so pretty. Juna's also going to minor illusion. A load of banners saying, go Enkidu. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we really have put our eggs in one basket, haven't we? Well, we have. Magic yeah. weapon stays. So magic weapon is just good for an hour. So anyone can pick up that bow and have plus one. So Orin's helping all other teams at oh. this point. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, it's, I think it just lasts for an hour. So... <laughs> Sorry. Snap the bow at the end and run. Yeah. <laughs> no, because then we'll get disqualified. Yeah, all right. Because <laughs> usually it's concentration, but because it comes from a character thing rather than a spell, it's technically not concentration. So I don't think I could drop it. So it's just going to be on for now. Nice. Oh, well. Um, is that everything? I think that's everything. So then, yeah, Enkidu, as you step up to the line, you pick up the bow. You pick up your arrow. As you draw it back, Gwendolyn, you see Enkidu sort of readying himself fairy fire nice and the the girl on the catapult like gives you a nod like yeah (laughs) (laughs) they realise they could walk closer (laughs) (laughs) Gwendolyn winks oh Gaius as Enkidu like readies himself what are you doing Guy sees him adjusting his uh, bow readjusting himself and just in case there's some cracks or some pressure that occurs in Enkidu Kai he starts strumming and goes um Take the bow and grip, grip, grip till the countdown stops. Oh, whoa. When the arrow flies, it'll hit, 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 and the back will blow. Oh, whoa, oh, oh. You can do it, Kai. You're so much stronger. Inside and outside, you truly a wonder. If there's a challenge, he has what it takes. No cracks, no breaks, no mistakes. It's Kai. Yeah! now didn't you oh my gosh that's awesome very good is that a parody of uh, already song it's, a, or is it's it? an yeah, encanto yeah. it's um surface pressure oh is it encanto oh i butchered it but it's fine it helps it helps with the uh, the whole like <laughs> being able to sing other songs on this, <laughs> this <podcast. laughs> butchering it is a good idea <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's made it unique it's made it legal uh, <laughs> legally different from Encanto. <laughs> Please don't sue us, Lin-Manuel Miranda. It is Lin-Manuel Miranda, isn't it? We love, yeah, yeah, I know. <sighs> Stunning. Uh, so, Enkidu, with Gaius's words, like, reverberating around you, you've got that inspiration. The girl at the, uh, the catapult slams her foot down on a lever and the entire thing flings up into the air, catapulting probably, like, 30 bags of seeds. 
In the briefest of moments, you see one that flashes red as it spins in the air. Can you make an attack roll against it, please? Flat roll, flat roll. It suddenly goes slow motion. Oh no. (gasps) You've got your inspiration? You've got your bardic inspiration? inspiration. 1d8. Oh gosh. Okay. 21. 21? (gasps) Yeah. 21. So. David just put his head in his hands, everyone. Oh no. Oh no. You fire this arrow and. It is on target until the last second. Where with this bag just spinning in the air, just spinning as it sort of, as the arrow, like, again, it feels like it's slow motion, approaches this bag. It just sort of drops as it spins a little bit and the arrow sails right over it. That was really close. That was so close. Thank you, <laughs> Gwendolyn shouts because she's had the closest I, view I, of it. I can't hear what you're saying. <laughs> you just see her like jumping around. I think she's on like, fire. Like, trying to like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And the small crowd is there that's like, oh. 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 Gwendolyn grabs the arrow and starts running back to the crew. <laughs> <laughs> the girl at the thing's like, thanks. <laughs> uh, oh, you back. Oh. Um. <sighs> Enkidu, that was so close. Oh, it's so close, Enkidu. Such a low roll. Oh, oh. I thought I had it, but oh, I don't know what happened. It there. was re- really oh close. <sighs> so close. It was a six on the D20. Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, <I know>. <laughs> it was a six. Oh, oh my gosh. Okay, well, well, we, well, shall I give it a go? Yeah, the, the bow still got the thing on. Um, yeah. Rowana can give you the yeah. uh, give you some advantage. I can go back and do the fairy fire again. Give me five the minutes. Fires, are we allowed to try the again? The fairy oh, yeah. fire probably still okay. going. They go, still Gwendolyn going. starts running before she realises that. <laughs> yeah. And then just kind of, because she's run out, she just like goes and hangs out with the catapult girl. Yeah, and as you get there, she's like, do you know what? It makes it much easier to find them in the flowers. Thanks. <laughs> oh, <laughs> picking them all up, sort of putting them out. And she, she helps her out. Whilst everyone else gets ready, she's hanging out with the catapult girl. So, Juno, are you giving it a go? Okay. I'm just going to give it a go, go. she says, like fumbling with the massive (laughs) bow. Oh, my gosh. Can can Enkidu's help action be drawing the bow for her? Because it's it's going to be bigger than she is. (laughs) Shaking off. She sort of like stands astride it with her hands on the front and like pushes her back against the back string with the arrow over her shoulder. Oh my God. <laughs> like inside it. Um, yeah? Shall I go? Hang on. Guy just starts trimming and just like rocks out and says, go on, Juna, you can do it. Go on, Juna, don't screw it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Guy. So, Juna, as you prepare to roll, you don't have proficiency no. in longbows. So it's just your dexterity. Yeah. It's a straight roll because of the fairy fire and the help action from Enkidu. Oh, thank you, Enkidu. It's got an extra plus one, and you've got a D8 from, from Gaius as well. Okay. I'm going to laugh so much if Come Enkidu on. didn't get it and Juno does. Come on, Juno. Come on, Juno. <laughs> Come on, Juno. I'm going to roll the D8 just to be safe. Yes. <laughs> Hang on, let me add it all up again. The tension. 21 again. Oh, no. oh God. <laughs> So again, these bags go flying into the air. Like Enkidu oh points at the red one, being like, "It's that one." We um, <laughs> were just really helpful. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and Juno, again, your arrow is sailing towards it, but this time it just sort of spins the other way, and it just veers off. 
Oh, I overcompensated, Enkidu. No, I probably pulled too hard. No, uh, d- was... no, it's my fault. Gwendolyn comes running back with the arrow. <laughs> How many times are we allowed to attempt this? One, once each, I'm one assuming. Each. Once each. Ah, perhaps. I mean, I'm happy to have a go, but I feel like I'm going to be worse at it than you, do you know? <laughs> Can a bow count as a monk weapon? No. Uh, no. Alas. If I was to... Like, why not? I'll take the shot. Can you inspire yourself? Oh, I think it's a certain certain bards can, certain can't, can't they? Oh, or, really? Or at certain oh. levels. Oh, right? eloquence bards can inspire themselves. Other than you, so it's not me. I feel oh, like at no. some certain levels you get to do it, don't you, or something? Or is that just some bards can? Not my college, I think. Unless I'm lying to myself. <laughs> <laughs> if I was to do it, what do I do? I, what do I roll with? Do I roll with? Um... So it's dexterity. Yeah. If you're proficient in longbows or martial weapons, mm-hmm. then it's also your uh, proficiency as well which is plus three then you've got a plus one to that anyway because of magic weapon okay um and be a straight roll otherwise yeah because yeah if you can't inspire yourself yeah so it'll be plus five then with which is which is good it's good, good yeah. yeah that's really good good attempt so um okay i'll go i'll go for it then so a guile Gwen- gwendolyn's gonna run back to the catapult girl and ask her if she can pull the leather this time <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> do, do you think i could maybe have a go because i'm being so helpful uh yeah, go for it. Yay! She sort of sets out the way, points at like the, the point that you're supposed to be kicking. <laughs> yes! Um, and it's like a big yeah, stomp pad ready, ready and waiting. Oh, she's going to love this. Okay, Guy will um, will pick up the bow upside down until someone tells him correctly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that looks good. Yep. Okay, does this look right, guys? Oh, no, hang on. Other way up, other way up. <laughs> okay. Either that or, or Juno and, and Kidu had it the wrong way up. But uh... Oh, right, yeah, yeah, sorry, sorry. Okay. Excuse me? Sorry, <laughs> Okay, I've got the ball right this time. I'll put the arrow on. Yeah, but draw it across your chest, yeah? Just, like, don't have your, your, your hands touch your chest because you want it to brush past you. you. You got this, all right? Okay, let's do this. All right, let's go. And, yeah, June has put Ruana on his shoulders to help. <laughs> Gwendolyn stumps the catapult. And then, yeah, all the bags poof, go flying into the air. Plus five, here we go. Come on. <sighs> Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> don't. No. 12 plus five, guys. <laughs> 12 plus 5. 12 plus 5. Total of 17. So you do manage to hit one of the other bags, but uh, as it lands, it doesn't have a red dragon on it. Uh, You got a bag. I think my friends might need some help. I'm gonna go. Thanks for letting me kick the thing, though. She runs off. That's okay. Good luck. She takes the arrow back again. Guy will throw Carhilda the bow. Do you mind, everyone, if I grab a go? Of course. Go. Okay. I mean, otherwise we're relying on me and... I just, I just don't know if that's a good idea. So I've got the plus one from the weapon. I've got uh, my own dexterity. And do I have any? Mm-hmm. Okay, Hilda, just Bardic? when you feel ready, just remember, let it go, <laughs> let it go, <laughs> let it soar through the wind and sky. <laughs> 1d8. We're really challenging the Disney lawyers today, aren't we? <laughs> She whips her ponytail, her braided ponytail around and says, The wind never bothered me anyway. And she fires as it's all released. Mm -hmm. Maths. 28. Yes. 28. Wow. Uh, Yeah, so... As it as uh, that's amazing. Ow. Uh, okay. um, I rolled a sixteen, and then I rolled an eight on my d eight, oh. and then three for my my uh, dex, and one for the magical weapon. That's right, oh. isn't it? Yeah, yeah. fantastic. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, so you sort of you take a brief uh, a breath, concentrate on the things, and then as they sort of again fly into the air, it, it's very slow motion for you. Just everything is very calm, and you release the arrow, and it sails through uh, past a couple of the other sacks, and just hits one, and it falls down. Oh. You're not entirely sure straight away whether or not it's red, until the girl, uh, the catapult girl, runs over, picks it up, and waves it around like. Fantastic job. Woo. Nice shooting, kid. Grace here, keeping you updated with all things No Small Roles related. Hello, Twain Tide Tea Tournament fans. As the competition heats up in Vernock Rise, I have some hot news for you all. Episode 1 of The Further Adventures of Dwayne Fabulosa will be hitting the Patreon very soon. This mini-series will of course star the magnificent Jeremy Cobb, but the excitement doesn't stop there, folks. Jasper William Cartwright of Three Black Halflings will also be joining the adventure. So for early access to this thrilling four-parter and more No Small Roles goodness, head to www.patreon.com forward slash no small roles. In theatre news, I'm delighted to share that I will be returning to the dragtastic parody show Moulin Rouge at the Vault's Waterloo. We're reopening this week with shows every Wednesday to Sunday until the end of August. As always, we love it when our wonderful listeners help us spread the word about No Small Roles. You can do this on social media by recommending us to your fellow Twain Tide Tea Tournament team members and by reviewing us on places like iTunes and Podchaser. So a big shout out to Matrix Melmo for their lovely review of us on iTunes. Thank you for sharing your enjoyment of the show. That's all from me for now. Let's get you back to Vernock Rise. Wow! Oh, well done, everyone. Like that was, oh, that was, oh, that was exciting. Gwendolyn's <laughs> <laughs> a bit worn out because she's been running backwards. <laughs> 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 But where uh, like having been stamping each time as well, uh, sort of takes your stamp, stamps it down, uh, and hands you a wooden spoon. Oh, yeah. Congratulations. Oh, second spoon. Yeah. Oh, thank you, Weera. Weera. Uh, Person, but Weera. Weera, Weera, but yeah. Weera. Thank you, Weera. Oh, my goodness. Thanks, Catapulco. <laughs> and there's a, a small round of applause from everybody that's sort of watching as uh, as you watch the, like, the next team excitedly sort of step forward to take over. Well done. Gwendolyn has like hugged every single member of the party and even hugged Inkidu and then like awkwardly walked back and, just, and then given him like a little chummy punch in the mm-hmm. shoulder. Yeah. Inkidu rubs his shoulder absently. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we did it. Orin, yep. is there any way you can undo that spell um, effect thing on you? Uh, hang on. Uh, this might do it. Um, Orin will pull out the dispel magic wand. And tap it on the bow. Oh. There we go. 
Amazing. And you see <laughs> the next team having sort of stepped forward and picked to pick it up quite eagerly and quickly. I've drawn it back just as you cast the spell. And they're like, oh, sort of turn around, shoot you and look. We're like, all right. Put it back down to reconsider their options. <laughs> I think Orin just does it from a distance because I think the, the wand works up to 120 feet. So it's like, there we go. <laughs> As the glue holding the little uh, magnifying glass on it just falls off. <laughs> <laughs> Fixed. Amazing. But you all make your way back to the city. Quite happy that you've uh, received one spoon, at least, from the two in the, in the town. Uh, are you heading straight back to Drake's? Are you going to use this opportunity to um, do a little bit of shopping? or Should we? I'm quite keen to pop into Drake's and have a go at the other spoon challenge. But uh, yeah, me too. We're on a roll. Yeah, we're on a roll. Okay. I've burnt all my um, park inspiration. But uh, okay. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> or, or do we want to be on a roll tomorrow? Well, or do you want to rest? Lunch nap. Lunch nap. We don't know how long we're going to be here. Let's do it. If we don't get it, it's just a spoon. Yeah. No, it's not just a spoon. It's just a way to kill time, really. No, no, it's a very important task. <laughs> Gwendolyn pats Orin on the shoulder. Oh, absolutely. And Kidu narrows his eyes. <laughs> Juna gives him a wink. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like everyone's got like, and Kidu narrows his eyes. Juna gives yeah. a wink. <laughs> <laughs> Default abracalad <laughs> reaction. Yeah, exactly. reactions. Yeah. yeah, if we were all computer like. <laughs> if uh, you were all characters. emojis. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Ooh, that's, that's a good fun. question. It's a fun game. <laughs> It's a very, very fun. Also, so is D&D. Sorry for distracting. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, you arrive You arrive then back at Drake's and it's a little bit quieter. It's not quite lunchtime yet. It's sort of late morning, sort of having taken a stroll out of the city, a stroll back in. And yeah, Edda's, Edda's there, sees you approach. Um, what does she sound like again? <laughs> oh, she was a bit I, James A. Caster. She yeah. sounded like James A. Caster. <laughs> yeah. Now I can't do a James A. Caster voice. Give me a second. <laughs> Kind of like a little bit. No. <laughs> Started bacon, had a meltdown, but appetite. I think Edda's yeah. accent is but one of those, like one that wanders. James Acaster. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like that. I don't know. She's actually yeah. been replaced by a sovereign model and <laughs> she now sounds completely different. Who's, yeah, whose vocal module yeah. is, uh, is on the fritz. Um, she's missing one tattoo. Oh my gosh. Yeah, but <laughs> as you uh, as you walk, she's like, oh, all right, you want to do the next task then, is it? Or you just want to drink? Uh, next task, I think. Carl has got yeah. a wooden spoon. Look. Yeah. Oh, congratulations. Gwendolyn waves it around. Mm. All right, well, um, whoever wants to go first, uh, follow me upstairs. Everybody else, if you just take a seat down here. Oh, we can't, we can't oh. go in together? Not for this one. Oh. oh. Okay. I think Juna just looks at Orin. <laughs> I mean, I'm quite tempted to try. Or do we, you want one of us to oh, scout go in it and out. find out how e-scout yeah. oh, yeah. like information? Yeah. Yeah. So that you're prepared. Okay. That's a very good idea. Ah, oh, sounds like a plan. What about like your fellow wing thrupp or something? Yeah. Guy? I.e. Guy. Good plan. Yeah. <laughs> just volunteer. <laughs> <Just volunteering guy. laughs> so who's going in first? Me? Maybe, if you want. Uh, Only if you, you know, don't to, mind. To scout it out, get the lay of the land. You can take my goose. Uh, well, no, okay. All right, why don't you go first? Because you've got a very good, like, uh, mind for working out how best to manipulate the system and stuff. So, and I feel like, you know, we all had to go with the catapult. And I think it'd be cool if you had to go with this one. You never know. You could walk out of there with a spoon. Uh, I mean, if you want to see if you can do it first time round, Orin, without the... Yeah, and then we have multiple other goes afterwards, If even if you don't get it. So, yeah, nothing to lose. What would you prefer, Orin? Uh, yeah, okay, I'll give it a go. Okay. Atta boy. Okay. All right. Uh, yeah, if you follow me upstairs then. 
Okay. Good luck. Thanks. I can't give him guidance because Enkidu hasn't used his, right? In case... I think you can give um, him guidance. I think it's... You, you can hand... Like, give it, but then, yeah. It, Enkidu's will disappear. Cool. Then I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hold Orin by the hand and say, Orin, I believe in you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Amazing. Is anybody else handing Orin any other help before he goes? Can he go in with Rwana? <laughs> um, yeah, if you want to. Do you want to take Rwana? Sure. <laughs> I'll hold Rwana. Yeah. Do I need to hold her or can she walk? She can walk, but she's like, in my head, she's like, because she's a micro owlbear, she's like the size of a micro pig. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I'll pick her up. So she's sort of snuffly. <laughs> I'll, I'll pick her up. I'll yeah. put her down when I get in. I'll bring Aggie too, just in case. Amazing. So Orin heads upstairs with guidance, a micro <laughs> owlbear, and a goose. It's like the start of a joke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But Edda leads you upstairs into one of the um, the bedrooms, basically. And as she opens the door, you can see uh, a small table has been set up in the middle of the room, Orin. She lets you come in, uh, closes the door behind you. And she says, uh, right, so this one's very simple, actually. Uh-huh. Basically, you've got to tell me how many wooden spoons are on the tray beneath this cloth. She gestures to the table. I'm going to take the cloth off. You will have three seconds to count. And then I'm going to put the cloth back on. If anyone could do this, it's Orin. <sighs> okay. All right. Um, so you're just going to lift the cloth off. <laughs> Orin is yep. <laughs> stumbling for time. I've got to count how many wooden spoons there are. That's right. And then you're going to put the cloth back on. I've got to tell you. I've got to get it right. You've got to get it right. Okay. Uh, but don't lift it off yet. No, no, no. Like, uh, you tell me when you're ready. And she goes and sort of positions herself on the other side of the table. Takes a hand and, like, grabs each side of the cloth. Okay. Um, right. Trying to desperately think if I can use anything useful. Counting things. Counting things. Counting things. Hmm. Can you slow anything? I don't think I've got anything that can slow anything down. I can detect magic. I can <laughs> comprehend languages. Nope, I don't have that spell. Fuck. <laughs> I can thunder wave them off the table. <laughs> uh, what am I allowed to do with this? With uh, am I, what, Are there any rules about what I can and cannot do in the room? You are not allowed to uh, interrupt or uh, tamper with the tray. The tray, but not the spoons. That's right. <laughs> I don't know if I can do anything particularly useful other than... David. <laughs> <laughs> you could what? Other than David. <laughs> do I feel uh, you're not gonna tell me? Mm, I might do. Oh, I'm just trying to think. Probably won't. Counting <laughs> spoons quickly. Yeah. That that would sort of be something I'd be using my brain for, really, wouldn't it? That'd be a thinking type exercise. A thinking, um it would be a perception check. You kind of assume as much. It'd be a quick Looking flash. to see a flash of, of what's, flash whatever's of going on beneath the cloth. Shame you didn't have like a giant magnet. <laughs> uh, they're wooden, they're wooden. Yep, you have to count how many wooden spoons are on the tray. Oh, there might be metal spoons oh, on there. Oh, there might be so many different types oh, of spoons. Yeah, there are going to be other spoons. Oh, no. Okay. I don't know if I can do anything other than... Orin is going to put down his goggles mm. and he's going to sort of um, fiddle around with them to, to sort of maximise their their uh, their ability to to suss out shapes and edges of shapes 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 <laughs> it turns into shapes 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 sh
mm-hmm. going to also <laughs> preemptively flash of genius myself. Oh yeah, cool. Abracadabra. <laughs> I don't roll lower than 30. <laughs> I think that's all I can that's do. genius, isn't it, mate? Cat and spoons. Cool. I'm also assuming Ruana is offering you the help action during this, right? She definitely is offering it to you. Thank you. That's, I will yeah. willingly accept. I mean, it will do the same as the uh, enhanced ability, I believe, anyway. Cool. Oh, just advantage? Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay, cool. So, as you sort of give the nod to Edda, she lifts up the, the, the cloth. And there is a nice wooden tray uh, on this table. Filled with cutlery. There are knives and forks. There's wooden handles. There are metal spoons. There's a wooden pot lid. There's a tobacco pipe. Can you make a perception check, please? Yes, I will roll at advantage. (laughs) Okay, 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 okay. And then flashing of genius. 23. (gasps) 23. The cloth goes back down. How many did you see? Uh, Do you want me to say an answer? Yes, please. Uh, three. She goes, ah, that's a good try. What? But no. Ah! What? Now, if you just want to take a seat on the bed, I'll go get another one of your teammates. Okay. I'll wait here. Yeah. You sort of sit down. She sort of like tucks the, uh, the, the tray lid in. Did you use your guidance? No. No, he didn't. That was an ability check. It's too late, isn't it? It's too late. Fuck. But oh. Edda leaves the room and goes back I downstairs. I rolled a fucking it. I rolled just to see. <laughs> I respect that. I respect that. Why did you do that to yourself, Ben? Oh. <laughs> but Edda oh. comes down uh, to the rest of you, sits there and goes, sits there, stands there, and goes, ah, you didn't get it. Who's next? Um, I, don't, I don't know an in-world way of asking the other players this, but does anyone else get advantage on this? Without needing Ruana's help. The thing is, everybody downstairs doesn't technically know what the yeah. task is. No. So you won't know that it's a perception check at this point. No, no, no. But I, I just want to know if, so- if there is someone who's not going to need Ruana's help. Because I have an idea. Oh, okay. Not without cheating. Can, you can communicate with Ruana, right? No, no, that's true. Yeah. No, no, no. It's not something I need to ask Ruana. What I want to do is when someone else looks for Ruana to look and me see through her eyes. So essentially I get two looks. Yeah. But I don't want to... I thought that you were going to do that with Ari. <laughs> no, I didn't. Re- I, it was too late by the time okay, I realised that he was getting advantage okay, anyway. Cool, 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 cool. So someone else should go before you just so you can do that in case. But she can help and give someone advantage. But if you, like Orin, if you already have something that's going to give you advantage, I will use Ruana to look again. Nope. I, I mean, I don't have anything that will help me. But to be honest, I don't... Well, I don't know what the task is, but I'm happy to do it without help and be a a less useful go, but a useful go in a different way. I mean, I'm not going to be particularly good at it. Neither am I, but I'll take any help I can get. Yeah, same. Well, then, in that case, let's have Ruana help us all. Then it's yeah. even. But I don't mind not having help, so then you do what you want to do, Juna. Let's give it a go then. Go on, Kahilda. We'll try it a different way. Oh, wait. I've got an idea as well. So if, Kahilda, if you don't get it, I want to try an idea. Nice. Whenever I see whatever the task is. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> so uh, yeah, Edda comes back down and uh, Gwen, sort of you stand up and follow her upstairs. Which is when I start looking through Ru- Ruana's eyes. Through Ruana's eyes. Um, and yeah, during the brief time that Edda has been out of the room, Orin, what have you been up to? Um, oh. Yeah, she's not in the room. She's not in the room. Oh. <sighs> Okay. Wait, where does she leave? I will go over towards the spoons. <laughs> mm-hmm. I will... Um, 
have a look around. Is there anything odd about the table, about the spoons, anything? I'm not not lifting up the cloth. Um, At the moment, they're still they're still covered in the cloth, and she has tucked it in a way, essentially that if you were to move it, she would know, unless it was tucked back in that same way, in exactly the same way. Okay, 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 okay. I'm not gonna do. I don't think. Am I gonna look at them now? I don't think I'm going to look at them now. Mm-hmm. For the moment, I'm going to cast Detect Magic with my goggles of magical detection and just have a look around the room and just check if there's anything magical going on in this room that I need to know about. Uh, yeah, no. No, there isn't. Ruana gives off a little ping and Aggie does as well, like sort of the usual suspects, but there doesn't seem to be anything additionally magic Okay. in the room. It's not like there's invisible spoons or anything like cool. that. Cool. That's fine. Does Orin look like he was about to have a peek? I think Orin certainly had a good look around the table and had a good inspect. He's very carefully kept his hands away from the table, but just had a good old look around without touching anything. Mm-hmm. In which case, Juna messages him because she's seen through Ruana's eyes. Oh, yeah. If you do have a peek, you can reply to this message. <laughs> <laughs> Does it look like I would be able to put the cloth back exactly as it was left? <laughs> oh, my God. It would be tricky. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Essentially, you can see that she's almost done like a very neat fold mm. in one of the corners that it's not impossible to imitate, but would be tricky. You'd have to have a very good sleight of hand. Yeah. I think Orin mm. is going to reply to the message, maybe not now. Maybe I'm going to have a little keep of that in my back pocket. Okay, you do you. <laughs> nice. Uh, at which point Edda brings Kyle into the room, or as you're sitting back down on the bed. <laughs> <laughs> Edda sort of moves around the table, gives you a, a knowing look, Orin, mm-hmm. and then explains the rules to Kyle that, yes, you cannot tamper with the tray in any way. Uh, she'll be lifting the cloth for three seconds and you have to tell her how many wooden spoons are on the tray. Okay. Let me know when you're ready. I'm ready. And she lifts the cloth for three seconds. Can you make a perception check, please? Mm-hmm. Does Ruana get one too? Five. <laughs> uh, yes, actually. Um, Juna, if... <laughs> Juna, are you watching through Ruana's eyes at this point? I am. Then can you make a perception check, please? Oh, hello, Ruana. You're very close. <laughs> as Ruana jumps up as she gets distracted and doesn't look. Can I look again while Gwen's looking oh yeah Orin yeah make another perception check Orin and would I be allowed to have my goose help me look (laughs) (laughs) yes yes I will allow it doesn't matter I'm still on advantage I've still got my goggles up anyway you still got your goggles yeah it's fine yeah yeah so how much was that for you Gina ten ten am I still guided Uh, is it concentration message Uh, no so I'm still guided but seeing through Ruana's eyes I think is concentration guidance only happens once I've not used it or is it I didn't use it Oh, you didn't use it last time, of course. But if looking through the eyes is concentration, then I can't. Yeah, it'll break concentration. Yeah. Yep. Cool. No, no worries. But I'm still at advanced. Juna assumed that you used it. <laughs> okay, I don't think that worked. So I'm not going to worry about that. Yep, 15. Cool. Um, so between the three of you, you don't know. Uh, Gwendolyn, it's a lovely tray of cutlery. 103. <laughs> what? 103? <laughs> she shakes her head. She says, good try. But she puts the, the cloth back down as like sort of tucked it in in that sort of particular way again and gestures for you, Gwen, to join Orin on the bed. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Orin. Juna says to Guy and Enkidu, 
Gwen guessed 103 and it was wrong, just so you both know. Hey, is like, it's a big table. <laughs> Edda once again leaves the room, comes downstairs to the, the three of you. Obviously, I'm assuming, Juna, at this point, you've explained to uh, Gaius and Enkidu what the task is, what the challenge is. Absolutely, yeah. Like, she's described as best she can what Ruan has seen. Mm-hmm. A- a- including the fact that Orin was tempted to look under the under the cloth. Nice. So, yeah, Edda approaches. All right, who's next? Yeah, I'll go. Oh, yeah? Yeah, you go, Enkidu. All right, follow me. Enkidu, I do not looking through Ruana's eyes because that's not working. Give some guidance to Enkidu and then she can help him. Thank you. Amazing. Upstairs. Sure. Gwendolyn and Orin, left alone in the room. What are you doing? Um, sh- sh- should we have a peek? I was thinking about that, but look, she's tucked it under really, really carefully. Mm. Uh, I'll have a little look, see if I... Uh, can I kind of investigate it, see if I think it's something I'd be able to do? I'm not touching it, but I'm looking real close. Yeah, yeah, sort of like sussing it out, totally. Yeah, I'm like good with like, you know, I had to wear lots of layers when I was wearing my fancy clothes. Mm. Uh, Twelve. Twelve. Um, you kind of do recognise... That like in some posher establishments, essentially, that they might tuck tablecloths around like this just to like make it neater and tidier. You're not entirely sure. You can imagine, like in your head, you can sort of imagine undoing the first couple of folds, but you're not sure how much you could replicate it yourself. Mm. Oh, no, it looks pretty tricky. I think we'd need quite a bit of time to be able to, you know, yeah, back maybe stall her somehow. Well, that's that's all I could think is that like. Can I use um, Aggie somehow to stall her or one of us could go out or, or come in? But I, I'm reluctant to do it if we think we can get away with it some other way. But mm. uh, if a bit of a last resort. Maybe, yeah, second to last or something. Yeah. Juna would be really good. at. She always made mine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did she? What? Mm. You had someone who made your bed for you? <laughs> yeah. Do, do, what? Why can't you ma- make your own bed? <laughs> <laughs> I love this conversation. Oh it was, gosh. you know, was she'd pick up my stuff and what? tidy my bed and clean my clothes and give me clean clothes. And did nobody do that for you? No. Oh. What? Maybe Juno will make your bed. Uh, we can ask nicely. Uh, <laughs> I'm not sure why I want someone to make my bed for me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. You know, like, put clean sheets on it. And- Make it nice. Can I quickly ask a quick question? Did we hear the rules to do with tampering with the tray before she was taking people up? Or is it only people in the room that have heard those rules? It's only people in the room she okay. saw the two. But having witnessed that through uh, Ruana's eyes, I'm assuming now that everybody is on. Okay. Yeah. That you've shared that with them. In that case, I'm going to message. Oh, it, it might be too late now, but I'm still going to message to them both. Is tampering with the cloth tampering with the tray, technically? I was going to wait until she lifted the cloth off before I did anything. That's absolutely fine. So yeah, Juna, as um, you've sort of sending those messages to clarify with the others upstairs, Edda walks in with Enkidu, moves around to the other side of the table. Just a sec before you lift that cloth. Let me confirm a few things. Yeah. So am I the only person allowed to answer at a time? Because my other friends are right next to me here in the room uh yeah they've already had a, a go so their answers will be ignored uh, only the words coming out of your mouth will be uh recognized okay so how come they're still allowed in the room very comfy bed it's just part of the challenge so we don't tell uh tell them downstairs i guess yeah so that like you know you don't they don't pass it on and all the rest of it yeah makes it more fun doesn't it everybody walking in not knowing quite what they're coming to yeah i got you and kenny rubs his nose 
uh, a bit dusty in here. So uh, rules are fairly simple. I'm going to lift the, the cloth here. Uh, there's going to be a wooden tray underneath uh, with some stuff on it. You've got to tell me how many wooden spoons are on the tray. And then after three seconds, I put the cloth back on and you tell me. Okay. Okay? Yep, sure. No tampering with the tray, mm-hmm. but any other magic to help improve yourself, you're more than welcome to use. Great. All right. You let me know when you're ready. Um, yeah, I'm ready. Orin and Aggie on standby to watch again. Enkidu is prepping Preston's digitation. <laughs> I think I know what... Yeah, go on. I think I know what, what the answer is. Um, Ru- Ruana snuggles up to him. Nice. So, she lifts the cloth. And you see this this tray of cutlery and like pan lids and pipes. Can Enkidu, Orin, and Gwendolyn all make perception checks, please? And yeah. Enkidu, you've got yours with advantage. Cool. Enkidu and guidance. and guidance. And guidance. You need it. Enkidu will sneeze to disguise press the digitation. Ooh. A little mm-hmm. puff of wind to blow the cloth in her face. Ooh. <laughs> nice. So I've got more time to look at what's on the table. Amazing, amazing. <laughs> did you just sneeze the cloth? It, from her per- perspective, did you just sneeze the cloth and your, your sneeze was that powerful? I love that he rubbed his nose beforehand to like, yeah, keep up while he's sneezing. I will let Natural you have... Natural uh, 20. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Oh, oh, I'm going to take a picture of that. It's a critical hit. She's down. Yeah. <laughs> was that so the sneezing got- or the perception? And the perception. That was the the perception check. I was going to say that you Rebel can have sneeze. like a, a plus your charisma essentially, but I mean a natural twenty, that's absolutely fine. Okay. Gwendolyn and Orin, what do you roll as well? Oh, better than last time, a six. Six. Sixteen, I think, plus two, eighteen. Eighteen. So again, the two of you are looking and like you're trying to count and like the the thing that's throwing you off is the fact that there are metal spoons, but also wooden handles on the knives and forks. So bleh. that's a fork. Um, is that a spoon or a fork? I just don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and Kidu, as you sort of sneeze, uh-huh. press to digitate this gust, and like it just gives you that extra, extra second. Yeah. As you're looking at this tray, there aren't any wooden spoons on this tray. <gasps> oh! You just do a very quick scan across the whole thing. You're like, that's a fork, that's a knife, that's a metal spoon. There's no wooden spoons on this tray. And she sort of like flutters this, this cloth down, puts it back on over the table, like tucks it in, looks up. Uh, and says, so, how many? <coughs> oh, uh, I, I didn't uh, I didn't see any spoons, any wooden spoons on that table. And then she sort of turns around, opens a little drawer in the room, picks up a spoon, walks over, hands it to you, goes, that's because they're all in the drawer. Ah! Ah! Africa lad. Africa lad. Ah, fantastic. Oh, amazing and well done, Aggie. Well, well done, team. <sighs> Big slap on the back. Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> Aggie sneezes harder. Aggie, <laughs> oh. uh, you've got a bit of an uh, allergy there, have you? Yeah. Oh. Maybe you could use the tablecloth as a hanger. Uh, or do we need to cast less restoration on you if you've got a cough? <laughs> <laughs> so Edda leads you uh, back downstairs, all three of you, with the animals following as well. <laughs> and once she gets downstairs, sort of, she takes the paperwork, stamps your three stamps, hands it over to you. And then goes and pours a, a, a beer for you all as well and like brings them over just as a complimentary you won Woohoo. oh well done Enkidu well done everyone nice one. Oh yes oh. yeah and as she's bringing over the drink she goes obviously try not to share that with the other teams if you meet anyone on the way oh, oh right. of course oh no oh, no we want to win don't we Orin I mean 
I suppose just if you wanted to be a bit more secure, you could change the number of spoons. I mean, I could, <laughs> she says. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> but um, well done. Well done. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Is this your bum? Is this your challenge? <laughs> 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 oh my God. She tell you how to do your job? <laughs> <laughs> For someone who got it wrong, you're very, very cocky. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I really, I just, oh, no, that one, that one was sort of metal, but it looked a bit wooden. I don't know. Uh, no sporks. <laughs> no. No sporks. Well, that was fun. Yeah, yeah. That was nice way to pass the time. Nice. Well done, gang. Yeah, it's been a lovely distraction for me oh. over all the stressful stuff that's been going on. It's been lovely. Yes. Yeah. Um, I, I wonder, like. It's the thing I've been wondering, um, Enkidu, since you, you told us your, your story about scarpers and listening to the stories, and I, I, I kind of been wondering what does everybody do for, or did everyone do for fun before, well, our lives kind of became what they are now. Making beds? I was telling Orin's never had anybody make his bed for him before, do you? Have you not? Would you like me to make your bed for you, Orin? Uh I mean I don't really have a bed, so One day. Yeah. With fresh crisp sheets. I mean, I don't really know why you need to make my bed for me, Juna. It's fun. She's good at it. Uh, It's what you call a win win situation. Right, okay. You don't need to do it and I get to do it. Okay. It's a strange feeling, I understand. <laughs> Having your bed made is one of those really strange feelings because you know that someone's been in this space that you slept in, left it perfectly fine, neat and tidy. You had nothing to do with it, but you can't be sure that your room was the way you left it. It's really strange. Okay, but then this is like if someone comes in and starts moving my tools around and like... Yeah, exactly. Um, and that's not good. No, it's not. But then you'd take that precaution beforehand, wouldn't you? What, lock them up? Yeah, I mean, like, when I was training in the palace, I'd put all my spell books and all my weapons in a corner or, or on a chest or something. And I'd, like, this is the thing. I'd make my own bed myself. But every time I came back to my room, the bed was completely different. Oh. No matter how well I thought I did it, someone always went in, cleaned the room, made the bed. Who was it? It's surprisingly unsettling. <laughs> did they do it better though yeah of course they did it better it's what made me feel so anxious about it in the first place it made me feel really self-conscious five years of never being able to make your own bed properly which you know what this is news to i didn't realize there were people who didn't didn't like other people making their own bed i'm learning all sorts of stuff at my ripe old age oh it's just the fact i i took pride in making sure my room is clean and tidy but then someone went in and did it anyway it's really weird. Is that making things clean and tidy what you do to, for fun, think you do? No, it's just that, you know, uh, the space that you spend a lot of time in kind of reflects your state of mind. Hmm. So no matter how many people were whispering about us in the corridors or in the halls or how many people might have had it against us or whatever else was going on, I could always keep my room tidy and have a sound mind when I went back to sleep. That sounds fantastic. When when I was living in Vainhatha with my family, like uh, obviously we had like servants and stuff, and I had like tutors and things. So yeah, I appreciate like the the benefit of a well preserved bed. And then when I was on the road and stuff, and you know living from day to day, you do miss the little things like that. I miss my, I miss like the servants. Benson, he could always make the best bed. (laughs) (laughs) 
Um, <laughs> Benson sponsored by. Benson. I mean, and Kido, did you what were the like servants around where you grew up as well? Then no, not where you grew up, but like when you were at the, I suppose, the palace, at yeah, the palace, yeah, I suppose, so. yeah. But those did their best to make themselves like the ones who changed your room. Just kind of had a knack for making themselves kind of invisible. Do you know what I mean? You never bumped into them or anything like that. Yeah, that's a useful skill. Yeah, it's unsettling as well because you don't know where they're coming from. And it's an old, old palace. I'm sure there are like secret passageways. Oh, we we live right at the top and right at the bottom and right at the ends. What? Yeah, that makes sense. Because there are secret passageways. And of course, like for them to get from one mm. end to the other. It's why gnomes make such good servants because we're small. Yeah. That would make a lot of sense. No, no, I'll think back. Mm. And Kilo, I've never asked this. How did you like, I mean, I'm going to look around the tavern just to make sure no one's looking. How did you infiltrate? Or was it? Was it Gil who uh, infiltrated? Oh, we all did the palace yeah. and got like right to the king's bed. How did you do that? Uh, how much time do we have? <laughs> it took a month of planning. I'll tell you that. Maybe you could tell us one time as like bonus content. <laughs> yeah. that might be just quite a cool story for you to tell us one time with some yeah. dramatic music, maybe, and we'll, we'll we'll work together to make it a a really cool. <laughs> Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I'll tell for another time, sure. Wow. Okay, so we've all had such different upbringings, really. Yeah. What about you, Orin? What did you enjoy doing in the time before? Uh, tinkering with stuff. Reading. Um, being a lad. <laughs> <laughs> no, not being, not being a lad. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. Researching. Um, finding what books I could, when I could, yeah, making little things, uh, making little inventions, spent, uh, well, I guess recently a fair bit of time in greenhouses, they're all right, yeah. Nice. So guys, um, I know we've got some things left to do, but, uh, didn't we want to go shopping or something? Oh, yeah. I've got a couple of things I want to pick up. Yeah. Don't know about anyone else. Yeah, I just got a Just few a things. few things, yeah. I don't, but I'm happy to see if there's anything that takes my fancy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sounds fun to me. To the shops. To the shops. To the shops. <laughs> oh, look, the shops. Oh, look, the shopping district. <laughs> Your intended shopping is halted almost instantly as you step outside. As uh, coming down the road is uh, a cart pulled by two horses oh. being led, uh, sort of sat at the top of it, by Kirda. Mm. Of course. Hi-o. Hi, Kierda. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm great. Uh, uh, I thought I'd like run these horses over to you because we're going to have their drink, weren't we? Lunchtime drinks. Oh, yeah. Lovely. But anyway, this is the cart we got. Little covered wagon back here. Uh, nice, nice, like, lying down space there so someone can sleep while someone drives. These two horses, uh, they dig in me names. I've already forgotten them. <laughs> Feel free to name them yourselves. Uh, this one's brown. This one's white so that's nice isn't it but sort of yeah he pulls pulls the horses up almost like can't control them to stop them but he's like pulls the reins back as much as he can until they do stop jumps off and is like right having a drink well we were about to go shopping but should we have a quick drink and then go no i mean i'll join you shopping i don't mind oh we can stay with the horses at tricks right i mean i just tie them up outside i'm sure that's fine yeah I'm sure you'll be wanting to make a move fairly quickly anyway, won't you? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, yeah. And Guy's really good at uh, remembering where we park horses. So. <laughs> where we stabled the horse. <laughs> yep, yep we stabled the horse. You park a car, you stabled the horse. Well, but I, I, I'll go in and, 
and ask about where we can keep the horses. If if you guys want to go ahead, it's fine. I'm probably going to just do my own thing anyway. Okay. That's cool. You sure? I would probably suggest we join like separate groups so that way we can get our shopping yeah. done quicker, guys. No one goes by themselves. Maybe perhaps um, Juna and I could go one way and you guys could all go another way. And Kira could go with you and um, Orin and Kiru. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Kira, you can yeah, go yeah. with us. Yeah. Oh, I wanted oh. to ask you about that book you've been reading. Which book, sorry? Oh, well, you said you were going to read a book last night. and um... Oh, yeah, like I read all loads of books. I know. Oh, but, I just thought I mean, it'd be cool if like chatted with Gina for a bit, but no, that's fine. Oh, I mean, of course you can if you want, but I just, I, I'm just sort of, um, I don't really get to chat to many people who've read as much as you have. And uh, actually, I'm uh, reading up on a bit of Dravonian history, which I really like to yeah, that's lovely. Um, we, we'll chat as we walk, will we? Yeah. Okay, that's yeah. fine. Uh, stop for a beer somewhere, uh, three of us. Yeah, we'll stop for a bit. All right, we'll 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 go shopping and pick up whatever it is you want to pick up, and then we'll chat back here later, Gina. Yeah. Yeah, and Gina tries to look really like disappointed. Like I, I really wanted to <laughs> chat to you, but yeah, we'll definitely catch up later. Oh, guy, why are you dragging me off? And then she like <laughs> goes off to guy. <laughs> yeah, and we'll go off in one direction. Oh, look, the shops. <laughs> yeah. oh, look some other d- d- far distant different shops, shops. different shops <laughs> yeah so uh juna and gaius we'll, we'll go with you guys first as you uh rush off is there anything specifically shopping that either of you need to do or are you just avoiding yeah. <laughs> juna what 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 um what do you want to get from the shops i don't need to get anything but i'm happy to have a peruse what about you oh okay well, i'm looking for um uh i was just like on the road and i was and there's those sticky situations we get ourselves in and, and it comes up to a fight and they run out of spells and things to do when we're, we're um, backs against the walls. And I just notice I'm not very good with like a sword or like a something physical apart from like maybe a distance thing. So I had to go with a crossbow a while ago and I was doing really well with that. So I want to give it a go and see if I can buy a crossbow and actually maybe some armor because I noticed that... Um, uh, I don't actually have any armor. Oh, I can get some <laughs> armor. Yeah, I'm up for armor shopping. I just noticed I'm very, I'm very like, uh, easily height. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> you don't have any armor. Amazing. No armor. <laughs> what? Just walking around, no armor. It's fine. But do you guys have armor on? Yes. Yes. <laughs> I don't think you can, Judah, as a sorcerer, but oh, I can. I can't. As a monk, either. Monks don't. Uh, warlocks are proficient with medium armor. Yeah. Oh, that's all I'm wearing, actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Chafy. Yeah. Let's. I don't. I don't know if. I don't know. I think it might affect my magic guy. But um, I'm happy to come and advise you what looks good, <laughs> armor wise. Yeah, that's what I was hoping for. Yeah. <laughs> Please wear armor. We can go past that tipple place and see what's going on there. Oh, perfect. Okay. Um. So let's go have a look for some armory first. Mm. Uh. So yeah, the two of you wander off, uh, looking for for armory, uh, hoping to pass through the tipple. Um. In the other direction, Orin and Enkidu, what is it that you're looking for? Um. I'm looking for a scabbard so I can keep my scimitar out rather than having to pull it out every time. Magic it out. Uh. Maybe some spell scrolls. Something that's protect. Even if they're one use, like protection. Healing magic. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe a book on Eldritch and the Arcane. Just something to study. Nice, that's nice. So a little bit of like sort of armory stuff, a little bit of magic yeah. stuff. Cool, cool, cool. And yeah, sort of you explain that to Kira. He's like, oh yeah, it's a nice little shop they'll probably take you to. Yeah, there's the trinket trove. Have you been there before? Last time you were here? <laughs> uh, y- yes, I believe so. Oh, they got some stuff. Well, I'll, t- I'll show you the way. Orin, what is it that you're after? Um, I'm looking after a couple, looking for a couple of things. I might pick up a shield, potentially, because I can use one, <laughs> and I've never had one. 
uh, or maybe have a look at armor. I'm a bit tempted to see if I can find any components that I need for my goggles of night vision that I'm making. I think I've got three out of ten components so far for them. So if there's bits that I can use in that. And I might also want to pop into the well-stocked cabinet and uh, stock up on some reagents for potions. Nice. And yeah, as you sort of chat through this this to-do list uh, with Kid, he's like, oh yeah, we could loop around that way and then uh, hit all three and be back. And hopefully even like bump into the others. That'd oh, be yeah. nice to chat to them. That'd be great. Yeah, sure. Absolutely. Yeah, so you both doing all right? Uh, yeah, yeah doing really, just, uh, really well. Just one two spoons for, for the competition. Right, well, great. How are you doing? (laughs) Fine, fine. He kind of awkwardly leads you on out into the city. (laughs) Enkidu narrows his eyes. (laughs) (laughs) And that's where we're in the episode. (laughs) Oh, dear. I don't trust him now. Nope, nope, nope. (laughs) I don't trust him. You have been listening to David Knight as your Dungeon Master Ben Galpin as Orin Chris Watts as Gaius Daryl Bailey as Enkidu Grace Kelly Miller as Gwendolyn and Vicky Gaskin as Juna Original music by David Knight Please tell your friends, subscribe and follow us on all the social media Thank you for listening to No Small Roles. Anon for now. Anon! Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.